Hey everybody, welcome to episode 41 of Two Views Movies Podcast. What's up everybody, welcome back to Two Views Movies Podcast, a spoiler-filled podcast by two guys who love watching movies almost as much as we love arguing about them. I'm Garrett. And I'm Carson. And we are talking about Dwayne Johnson and Skyscraper tonight. Um, <laughs> Dwayne. Yeah. If he, you listen to one of our previous episodes, he got stripped of the title. We, t- we took the belt from him. He is no longer the people's champ. Nope. He will get the title of The Rock back when he earns it. Yeah. Right now, he's sitting at Dwayne. <laughs> yes. So if you didn't see the trailer, haven't seen all the marketing materials, I'm actually surprised Letterboxd has a one-sentence description. This feels like a movie. Like, you remember back to Rampage, I had to read like a paragraph and a half about what Rampage was. But with Skyscraper, they keep it nice and easy for me. Framed and on the run, a former FBI agent must save his family from a blazing fire in the world's tallest building. Kudos to whoever wrote that. Done. Too bad they couldn't have been that succinct with the movie. Yeah, they just say, Dwayne Johnson's in a burning building. (laughs) Yeah. Done. Right. (laughs) You know, you're either going to see that or you're not. (laughs) Somebody made a comment online the other day. They're like, if you watch a trailer and it shows Dwayne Johnson's family in the beginning of the trailer, you know something's about to go down. (laughs) Uh, It's directed by Rawson Thurber, who had no action movies really to his name. He directed We're the Millers, Dodgeball, and Central Intelligence. I bet he's seen one. What, an action movie? Mm Mm-hmm. Why do you say that? Because he made... Oh, yeah. I know where you're going with that now. <laughs> I got gotcha. you. As far as the cast, we got Dwayne Johnson, Nev Campbell, who made her, I think, return to acting after a really long hiatus. And we got a bunch of that guys. Pablo Schreiber, who is in the season two of The Wire. I can't remember his name right now. It's completely escaping me. Chin Han, who is... <laughs> who is the bad guy from the dark knight who rounds up all their money who said he's good with calculations yes which there's a scene in this movie which he could have just said that which would have made sense yeah, yeah when he's explaining the little device right with, oh god i wanted like in my head at the movie theater i was like just please say it just just do it just the, say it the accountant yeah <laughs> yeah uh we have byron mann who nobody should know this but he's ryu in the street fighter movie we have Noah Taylor, another that guy, who is the scientist in one of your favorite movies, Edge of Tomorrow. He always reminds me of like Ben Mendelsohn's half brother or cousin. Like they just give off the same vibe. Let's see, I've been watching Preacher on AMC uh-huh. and he plays Hitler. Okay. And so immediately when I saw him, I'm like, bad guy. Okay, because I'm <laughs> yeah. like I'm used to seeing him as Hitler. Yeah. And uh He's either a bad guy or he's always he just gives off like a sleazy vibe so yeah. even if he's a good guy you're like can i trust you i don't right. know well it's funny when they introduced him so the main bat the main guy uh, that owns the building that, yeah the that, from dark knight chin han yes yeah. so he's, he's coming down the stairs and he's got this guy the kind of a sniveling little tiny white guy and he's got a a big black guy behind him that looks like ex-military you know things like that and he's talking about them while they're behind him he's introducing them saying the this is my head of my personal security and this is uh, the insurance agent looking at the building um, but he, he keeps looking forward and i was like i wish they would have done a role reversal there <laughs> yeah. uh, of Dwayne assume that the big military guy yeah. was was security but he's really the insurance guy and then and the vice versa I, I really hope that they were going to do that <laughs> that would have been great and they didn't i was like no we're staying pretty close <laughs> to stereotypes here yeah yeah that guy is 
you knew. I mean, on on the uh, Carson and Garrett scale of bad guys from zero to Powers Booth, he's you know probably around like a six or a seven, right? Where I mean, Powers Booth, you're a hundred percent bad. Don't even try and fool me. If you're at like a six or seven, like this guy, you're like, eh, you you've been good. You may be good, but I don't quite trust you. Yeah, it's it's not that I think that you're gonna go full bad guy like he does in this, but you knew that he was gonna do something selfish. Yeah. To jeopardize Weasley. everything. Yeah. Yes. We, yes. And so it, it was something that okay, that guy he's gonna take the last helicopter or something, you know, <laughs> right. and, you know and yeah. leave everybody else there. Right. You know, yeah. it's like it's gonna be that guy. <laughs> <laughs> the kid's trying to get in the helicopter. He kind of kicks him he down. Kicks him out. There's only room for me. But then the helicopter crashes right, how it right. yeah. yeah that's yeah. exactly this guy <laughs> um so you already alluded to this and i don't think there's any way that we can start talking about skyscraper without just let's just rip the band-aid off and get it right out of the way but how much of a really bad diehard attempt was this yeah and i think there's no way you can avoid the comparisons when you have terrorists in a big building yeah, but to that they did add his kids. Yeah, so which to, was not so they took it to the next level. Yes. John McClane did not have his kids in the building. True. Yes. Well, <laughs> his wife was in the building, but yeah, I know they added the kids. Yeah, yeah, but they didn't do themselves any favors either. I mean, they didn't leave the comparisons at being superficial. There's oh, no. other stuff throughout the whole movie where there's even a few times where I was thinking like, okay. Are you nodding to Die Hard? What's happening here? Like, yeah. when um, there's a scene where Dwayne is repairing himself because every act, yeah, he's hurt. Everybody, his shoulder, of course. Yeah, his shoulder. If you get hit in the shoulder, you're right. Yeah, right, you're and fine. He, but he repairs just... his you know artificial leg, but he is duct taping himself, and he makes a comment about like if you can't fix it with duct tape, you just need more duct tape. You're not using enough duct tape, right? Yeah. But I couldn't help but think like. Did you really, did, I mean, are you putting duct tape in there because of, you know, John McClane duct tapes the gun to the back, to his back and die hard? Like, it wasn't clear enough that that's what they were doing, but I, I still was like, hmm, okay. And there definitely are a lot of those that it's like this, it's almost like, am I looking for these or are they meant to be there? Right. You know? and, and so there's a, there's a lot of those for me as well, you know, just, just kind of like, when he's swinging from not the roof, but from a tall building with the rope, you know, it's very similar yep. to, to John McClane from the, uh, with the hose from, yeah. from the top. And so right. it's like, it's like, these are, these are very similar. Yeah. Can it be, I mean, what do they say? Like w- twice as a coincidence or once, I don't know what the saying is, but like it yeah. felt like too many of them added up. So we had those, we have, you know the ending where he's looking for holly yeah (laughs) yeah and i was like wait is he yelling for holly (laughs) (laughs) so he's he finds the bad guy but the bad guy is holding his daughter hostage which in die hard it's hans holding holly hostage and then you know he of course ends up kicking the bad guy off the roof which is in a roundabout way what happens to hans gruber and die hard um there was one other one i was trying to think of oh god the very end. The very end. Well, that, that's what I was talking okay. about when he was yelling. Yes. So, you know, bad guys lose, good guy wins. There's a crowd outside the building, and Dwayne's calling for his wife and his kid. And that's when I was I was saying the same as John McClane right. looking for Holly. Where's Holly? You know, he's yelling for Holly. And then the uh, Ryu yeah. uh, is down there, and he acknowledges The Rock as if he was Carl Winslow 
from Die Hard. Yeah, he, like, he like they says had, something. He says like, like it's good to finally meet you or something like that. Which, given you can play some connect the dots scenario because he's the cop has been hanging out with Nev Campbell for the last twenty minutes of the movie, so he. But Dwayne's never talked to him nor met no. him. Yeah, at he, all. I have no idea who you are. Right. Like, thank you. Yeah. I'm glad to have met you, too. I mean, that had to be, right? Because, like, it, it's exactly what John McClane says to Al. and I, I mean, not verbatim, but, I mean, essentially, you know, it's like they chum it up because they've been talking to each other on the radio for the whole movie. <laughs> right. But in this one, Dwayne doesn't know him from any other character in the crowd right there. Right. God, yeah, it was to so... You. Why? Yeah. Who are you? Yeah. Even Jess afterwards was like, why did, why did they act like that? And even she was like, that was so much like Die Hard, but they don't know each other. Why would they Why would they say that? I was like, right, I don't, I don't know either. So I wish I knew whether they were doing that intentionally or not. Not that it would make the movie any better. I just want to know now. Yeah, again, it's am I looking for all these and, and trying to force similarities? No, or, I, I don't think or, so. Or did I just... Yeah, I think there's too many and too on the nose to be coincidence. Yeah. So I saw this after some of all the hate had started coming in for it. I You had seen it already and told me that it was not very good, which I knew if you were telling me that a rock movie was not very good, it was not very good. But I will say after like the first half of the movie... I was sitting there going, what What am I not getting? Because while I don't think this is great, I certainly don't think it's terrible. I don't, I'm not hating this. I was probably at like a three midway through the movie thinking like, all right, maybe, you know, I don't know. I don't know what I was thinking. Like maybe my pickers just off or maybe my expectations got so low on this that I, I'm not thinking it's better than what I thought. But the first half wasn't awful for me. No, and I didn't think so either. I didn't think the second half was awful either. I just it got like, bad. Like I, I, I did laugh, um, probably when I wasn't supposed to at, right. at, at a lot of different parts. Going, <laughs> of course, you yeah. Know, and and it's so you you had told me that that you <laughs> laughed at some parts, and like I guess when you said that, I thought that you were laughing at it being awfully bad. But it doesn't really get into that territory of being no. so bad it's laughable. But you're saying you were laughing, and I can agree with this, that you were laughing because it's like... Cliché. So cliché. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And so it was like, yes. Yes, of course, that's what right. just happened. Yeah. Well, and speaking of clichés, while I say the first half of the movie wasn't bad, it's nothing but setup. It's I mean, foreshadowing galore. Oh, my God. <laughs> I think every line you just remember, put in your little memory bank because yeah. you're going to use that later. Every line, but even some some aren't lines. Like, we're going to show you that sword on the wall twice just <laughs> so when he pulls it out later, you know where he got that from. <laughs> it's everything. I mean, I, I was just trying to, you know, just kind of jot all this stuff down when I was when I got out of the movie just so I could help remember it. But... You have the tablet that only he can access with his face because right. that gets referenced all sorts of times. And why would you ever want but, to control an entire building from a tablet that can be taken anywhere? I don't know. And that plot device was solved within like the next six minutes. 
what how they scanned his face they, and then, they scanned his face yeah. and then once they scanned his face they didn't yeah. need it again right i mean my my my, my four coated <laughs> phone you know if right. it goes to sleep for you know three minutes not even that it was 60 seconds i have to right. re- retype the the code in but this master security you don't have to keep rescanning his face nope, nope it's unlocked now so we're yep. good as soon as Dwayne we, looks we, at we, it we got his face and now it's unlocked forever <laughs> right. you know and it's like what and, yeah and so i thought that was going to come up later it, it didn't they never used that again no and so once they got the tablet again which, which is like six minutes of movie time yeah you know they got the tablet oh we're skiing his face and that's that i thought for sure going down the cliche path that was going to be the reason that they needed to keep Dwayne alive right no i agree that they could which that almost doesn't make sense either because they could have just, just I mean, taken his I don't know. face <laughs> off <laughs> right can you scan <laughs> a dead person's face and it still passes i don't know i, I don't know either yeah but that's uh again i thought they were gonna have to keep reusing that yeah but, but they scanned it and then done right relatively early in the movie yep and so it's not like even it was at the end and again I, it was weird yeah it was just weird why even have that right you know just put his his thumbprint would have been just fine or even a code yeah i did yeah anyway, no i agree with you, know. you actually i would have rather them had his thumbprint and then him them take his thumb <laughs> right, or, or, or something uh, you don't need to weaken the rock anymore i mean i i like how they basically it feels like all these movies, they try and hurt The Rock because he's so freakishly big that it's like when they went into this movie, like, well, I mean, The Rock could kill half these guys by just snapping their neck. So let's just take away one of his legs. So, so, uh, so that's that's one of my, my favorite scenes of this movie is so he's fighting his treacherous friend, you know, which you saw that coming a mile away. Right. Uh, his friend betrayed him and tried to get this tablet. But the friend immediately dives to his leg and pulls off his... <laughs> His artificial leg. Right. Like, like that was his go-to move. Was, yeah. I'm just sitting here and I'm yanking at your leg to take that off, yeah. which is brilliant, you know, because it's a lot easier to fight a guy with one leg. But it's like, it's funny that it wasn't a kind of halfway through the fight thing. Like he went straight for that right. leg. And then, well, <laughs> I did the same thing. I kind of laughed out loud because I was like, oh my God, of course they're, you know, they're going to hammer this leg home this entire movie. But yeah. then like once he got up and started hopping around on one leg, I was like, oh, okay, that was actually smart. And now you're fighting an off balance rock the whole time. Right. Yeah, which <laughs> yeah. is he hopped over and tackled him. You know, yeah, you know, but it, it was, didn't uh, slow him down one bit. No, and they and they did use the leg a lot. They and did. So, it so wasn't as much as I thought, but they did. Yeah. Well, they they leaned on on the leg quite a bit. Yeah. I, I mean, if you're gonna take a leg away from the rock, you might as well use the get your money's worth, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So they talk about they give us a whole building rundown. The only reason why I think they made Dwayne a security specialist is so that they could have somebody describe the all the fire suppression how the turbines work on this thing what's in the pearl which is stupid beyond belief but you gotta get your tour yeah tour of the building right but you know speaking of the pearl so if you've seen the trailer or seen the movie it's the tallest building ever built and they it's holding this sphere at the top that they call the pearl yes and even in the very beginning they there's like a news report and they're like oh and nobody knows what's what's in the pearl or whatever it's a fun house yeah it's a house <laughs> of mirrors with screens i mean they basically all it is is a big 3d environment and they they walk him in there uh chin han walks Dwayne in there and is going to reveal this to him. And this is always one of those times in a movie where I'm like, okay, maybe this is going to be the one cool thing I like in this movie. Like, what is this sphere, right? right? And it's, yeah, it's a hall of mirrors. And he can basically turn it into where 
inside the sphere, it's projecting everything that's outside the sphere. So like there's cameras mounted on the outside of the sphere that show all the sky and everything so that when you're in there, it's like you're standing in the sky. Right. Which didn't come back into play. No. But the Hall of Mirrors did. Yes. Of course, because as soon as they popped up, you're like, we will definitely see this at the end scene. Right. Well, <laughs> and I didn't understand, one, the practicality of it. So you, the whole sphere doesn't need to be in the sky to get that effect. You just need cameras in the sky to get that effect. Right? Correct. So I didn't understand that. And then in the trailer, they had talked about like, oh, you're locking the most valuable thing away, way up at the top of the building. So I thought in the Pearl was going to be some something of great value but no the thing of great value is in his little suite off to the it, side yeah, of the pearl <laughs> you go to the pearl you're not going to find yeah, it over there. hidden behind a fake window right which okay so it which yeah. which was cool yeah the, the i like i like cool. the fake window because then they already explained how you could have a fake window because they had the mirrors you know on right. both sides so i was like i was like oh okay that's yeah. cool i like that yeah it, it was well done but it just negated everything that they set up in the trailer Again, we're still on foreshadowing. So you mentioned the turbines and everything, and then the uh, her her cell phone. How, how do you get your cell phone to work? Well, God, you, that was the worst. And so we're going to spend about three minutes saying, "Well, gosh, if you turn it back, turn it off, and turn it back on, then it's going to work." I mean, you got to try that first. Always do that. You know, it's always turn it off and then turn it back on, and it's going to work. Like you're, you're beating us over the head with this. <laughs> yes. You think Nev Campbell's going to use that later? Right. Hmm. I, I wonder. Yeah. <laughs> we call that the pommel horse. <laughs> yes. Lo and behold, <laughs> it, it, it came in very handy for her. To, yes. To turn off the entire security system. Of the building turn it back on and it works right well and there's so many things that are dumb about this from a a couple different angles one why make it so that she has to reboot the entire building like (laughs) it wouldn't make more sense if she like the tablet started freaking out and then you had to reboot it nope the whole building but of course then you probably would have had to pass facial recognition face (laughs) yes yeah but the other thing was like if you watch what was happening when she was messing with the tablet it was forcing her to reboot. <laughs> like she clicked an option. It's like rebooting in 10, nine, eight. Like she didn't click reboot. I don't think I'm I, almost positive. I, she just did something and it like forced her to reboot. I'm like, okay, so she didn't learn anything. The system, yeah, the did system it just, just did it. <laughs> yeah. That one was really, really bad. I mean, you absolutely knew where that was going. I didn't know when it would come into play, but it was for sure coming into play that Nev was going to have to restart something at some point. Yeah. It, it, again, everything was laid on pretty thick on the foreshadowing you could again just walk you only really had to watch the first half of the movie and then you knew everything in the second half of the movie just 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 based on yeah what you thought was going to happen yep and you mentioned the pearl up there in the sky so this is the tallest building in the world right so the bottom half is rented out to uh they're all apartments Mm -hmm. and they haven't opened the upper half yet and then he mentioned the pearl is going to be one of the largest Attractions. Uh, attractions in the world. Well, there's only two elevators. Did you notice that? Yes, I think that I that did. go through the park, and there's only room for three people in these elevators. And the elevators have to go all through this park that's in the middle, and there's like thirty something floors of just park. And it's like if this is the most visited attraction, and all these people live in this building. That's a terrible plan <laughs> yeah. to have two elevators to go up <laughs> hundreds of stories. Yeah, and, and that's true. I couldn't wrap my mind around around why are there only two elevators on suspension? Yep, and they were yeah. very much Charlie and the Chocolate Factory elevators, right? Like glass. Oh, yeah, cases. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, terrible. on on two wires. Yeah, 
The one thing I did think was creative about this movie, and it just popped in my head, so I have nowhere in particular to insert this into the episode other than now, was that uh, you know they make a big deal about all the fire suppression and how it's it put fires out in X percent of the time of a normal thing. Right. And then the way the bad guys started the fire was they didn't light a fire and have the water put it out. They put chemicals on the ground and then triggered the sprinkler system so that when the water hit the chemicals, it started a chemical fire. Right. I thought that was actually, I mean, somebody put some. very, very clever. Yeah, somebody put some good thought into that. And they didn't even foreshadow any of it. They just threw that out there for the audience to to have. I mean, some people might be like, wait, what? Yeah, they didn't explain it at all. And Uh -uh. so it's just, you you should know that it, it got bigger once the. The sprinklers went off. Yeah. And so he's like, oh, okay. Yeah. You know, that was so, a, a creative touch. Kudos for them. And I'm glad they didn't walk you through that. <laughs> right. It, it was just unnecessary. Yeah. Would well, you know what happened there, little girl? You know, and then explaining it all. It all no, know. no. They would have foreshadowed it. They would have had an opening scene somewhere of With somebody. His, his kids in science class. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And the teacher telling him, yeah. if you mix water with. <laughs> right. Yeah. And then, you know, later on when we get a cut, we have to zoom in on the label on the barrel that says the exact <laughs> compound that the teacher had said. So we know. We know. I Honestly, not surpri- bonus, I'm surprised bu- they didn't bonus do that. footage. Just deleted scenes <laughs> right. that we haven't seen just yet. Right. So we didn't really touch on the plot other than the description, but generally speaking, The Rock was an FBI hostage negotiator, had a team of guys, hostage situation went bad, got his leg blown off. Ten years later, he's got a family, and his partner from that crew was the one you mentioned earlier. The partner has gotten into some shady stuff. He's the one that gets Dwayne over here to do the evaluation of the skyscraper. And then basically security evaluations so yes. they can get insurance on the building yes. to open up the top half. Yep. Yeah. And they want to, or his friend, Dwayne's friend, wants to end up framing him for this heist that's about to go down. And of course, the good the, his friend still is kind of a good guy because he didn't want any of the Rock's family to get hurt. But it all kind of goes haywire once the family goes back to the um, building because one of the they kids went back got early. sick. Yeah. yeah. So. That's it. I mean, that's well, he wasn't going to frame the rock. He was. He just he, wanted the tablet. Yeah, they tried to steal it from him, and then it wasn't in the bag. And then, then, then you right. the well, apartment. but they would have had to have framed him though, because you okay. Well, I guess they would have had to have known that the rock had already unlocked it, which he unlocked it the minute he got the tablet. The guy's <laughs> like, "Hey, it only recognizes off your face," and they immediately hold it up, and then it's it's unlocked. Why would you do that? Yeah, because it stays unlocked forever after yeah. you do that, apparently. Right. <laughs> so, I mean, that's the plot in a nutshell. And all of it, it's not even really a plot. It's a, well, and it's so, a setup for getting the rock to go on crazy well, and escapades. The ba- and the bad guys apparently are part of uh, an underground group that's trying to get information on a USB, apparently. Well, it's basically loan sharks. They The loan sharks of these big... It's always some kind of triad right Right. like all these different consortium of bad guys who threatened the building owner that he wasn't going to be able to build his building if he didn't pay them off so he paid them off but in the process he reverse engineered all their wire transfers and figured out who they all are and he keeps that on a disc to be able to blackmail them so this this group of bad guys comes in and is going to burn his building down and get the disc that's all this is. And Dwayne just happens to be caught in the crosshairs, which is kind of like Die Hard. John McClane mm-hmm. just there on an office visit gets caught in the crosshairs. But it's not near as cool as Die Hard, which it, when you think about it, like Die Hard's them just trying to steal money, money, which is like the most basic. But sometimes that's just 
If that's all you need. Yeah. Like, I don't need this whole plot about what you've got on this USB drive and why. It was so forgettable. Yeah. So, The Rock is taken out of the building. Nope. Dwayne is taken out of the building. Thank you. And he is, and his family's back in the building when they start the fire. And they started on the 96th floor. And the plan is to just keep going up floor by floor and setting the fire, you know, to burn the building out because the owner of the building is in the top and they can't get out. And so he has to find a way to get into the building. There is a super crane that is above the fire line. So we're talking hundred and something stories high. So I thought that at first, but then they gave another shot where it looked like it was on top of a building next to the tall building i don't know if i I don't know if i'm right on that because i the first time i saw the crane i thought it was just the crane but then the second time i saw it i thought that it was a crane sitting on top of a building next to the tall building can we at least agree that it's a minimum 30 story crane it was more than any human would ever be able to scale (laughs) (laughs) so i'm sitting there thinking that this is a hundred story crane and call it a super crane um let's say it's 30 because he's at the bottom and he looks all the way up and you're like oh geez and he climbs it he climbs this thing with no no fatigue whatsoever i mean with half a leg with with, with half half a leg um but you got to think you know at least show some some soreness because then he gets to the top and i don't know why he decides to go out in, instead of just continue to go up he jumps out and swings around well and, i thought he hit he hits a platform yeah but and he you, can't you're saying that's the only way to, to leap out into the uh, no like, i don't know but yeah and, he, he has to do like, his monkey bar routine after that <laughs> yeah it's, it's like he just climbed up you know freaking hundred stories just on a a, a crane yeah, but on with his arms, mm-hmm. just climbing. You know, that's that's Dwayne. Yeah, you know, and <laughs> but then yeah, he monkey bars out to the ledge, and then turns around and pulls himself up on top of the ledge. Right. Yeah. Why not? Yeah, because he's not tired. No, and then he does a few other things before he decides to just jump off the ledge. Yeah. It. But that, that whole scene. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's completely like, ridiculous. He doesn't need to climb the entire super crane. Yeah, I mean, why why have him do that versus just taking the elevator up and then locking the elevator doors when the cops try and come up? I did notice, though, in talking about super crane, is that they cut a lot of the comedy out of Dwayne's comments. And so you see in some of the trailers, you see him talking to Nev in, in different ways, and a lot of the the one-liners that he has aren't in the movie. And so I wonder how much more was in there that they decided to make it a more serious movie. That was one of my comments on this movie was, why cast Dwayne if you're not going to let him be who he is? Because the guy's ultra charismatic. Everybody thinks he's funny. He just oozes personality. And you really made him one-dimensional boring in this movie. Because one of the comments is when he finds Nev and the daughter or the son and he's about to put him in the elevator to send him to, she goes how did you get up here and in the trailer he mentions well there's something with the super crane you know and then in the movie he says oh that doesn't matter we got to get you out which is probably more realistic of what a father would say you know he just did all this I just got to get you out of here but I was waiting for him to to call it a super crane to yeah. her because I saw that in the trailer. And I, was, I, was waiting, I was like, wait, you didn't even mention that. He, yeah. just, he just breezed past it. And and so again, I wonder, I want to know how many more of those that they decided to change the tone of the movie. And yeah, which I, like I said, with, 
I agree with you completely. That was a miss. Yeah, there was no humor in this. No. I mean, the duct tape one was about... You got like one or two scenes like that where it's just a quick one-liner that he tries to give. And he's talking to himself. Yeah. And all, all of them are him talking to himself. Yeah, that's true. I didn't think about that. but the, it, Which I guess John McClane... Yeah, yeah, but he was... They gave him funny things to say. It wasn't like he was cracking jokes. It was more like he's just naturally being funny. He's naturally just being a wise ass when he's talking. It's like, great move, John, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. This had none of that. Yeah. It didn't even try, which I don't know that it really would have helped a whole lot. But again, I just don't understand why if you're going to cast somebody, you take away their strength and not physical strength, but you know, their acting strength. Yeah. And I thought if they would have kept him and Nev together and almost like, so my initial thought was adding some sort of sidekick to banter with throughout the whole thing. And I was like, I actually hate that when they do that in movies. But you already have Nev there. And so use her more as a sounding board between the two of you. Because I thought she did a great job. And yeah. I haven't seen her for years. I have no idea where she's been. But uh, I like her as an actress. But the I thought if they would have kept her and Dwayne together, you know, ditch the kids, whatever. The, di- the kids got out, you know. But it's them two. And you could have a little bit more interaction between the two. Yeah. I thought that would have been a lot better. Especially because they made her a naval doctor. So they right. gave, they gave her some fighting abilities at one point in the movie. Because mm-hmm. I, I guess you're supposed to assume that because she was in the Navy, she had basic and could fight, even though she was a doctor. Although the person that they gave her to fight was the the sniveling insurance agent. Well, she also fought the the girl. She did fight the girl, the, which... The Asian girl who was like the superb hitman or whatever. Okay, so they, they have her at the beginning, and then I totally forgot about her. I totally forgot that she even existed until yeah. they brought her back at the end to, to spar she, off she with, would appear, with Nev. She would appear a few different times. Um, she She appears once, and then I think again at the power station where they go... <laughs> Where they go in and shoot up the entire power station, then need the computers to do stuff on. Yeah, and then I think I mean they they show her in glimpses, but yeah, she did. Yeah, it was really odd how they chose to do that. And yeah, I I totally forgot about her. And then she shows up at Nev at the end, and they have a fight in a car. Yeah, and Uh, she even gets bailed out by uh, the the. Asian cop, I believe, because she's getting choked with the seatbelt at some point. Right. Somebody says Ryu. I don't remember if it was Ryu or the female Asian cop. I don't remember which one, but yeah i i thought she I thought she was one of the better characters, and then Nev or the uh, well well, Nev too, but also the oh yeah the the bad girl yes, um, and they didn't use her really at all. Yeah, they did a better job of presenting her as the The main bad guy. Yeah, than the main bad guy himself. So right. Yeah, I mean, not surprising given all this, but, you know, there was a couple of things that I, from a movie logic thing, did not understand, which was Dwayne figures out that he needs to get this USB from the building owner. And the building owner has locked himself in his... Titanium vault. Yeah, that's adjacent to the Pearl, I guess. It's up there somewhere. I thought right below it, but yeah. Something like that. So then Dwayne figures out, well, I got to open the titanium doors. And the only way to do that, which I love how he can find the way to open the titanium doors by the access panel that's sitting on the just a wall, right? He's like, oh, I need to go over here. Oh, it's going to show me exactly how to open this thing, which I guess <laughs> which in hindsight, right next to the, yeah. it's in the turbines. So like, okay, so you know it's in the turbines. Who's going to go get it? Well, my question 
is all the bad guys have the rock at gunpoint. Mm-hmm. They have his daughter at gunpoint. And then they say, you need to find a way to get into this this vault. And then they all leave. They leave. <laughs> yeah. And I'm trying to think, where do they even they, go? They, I think they tell him he needs to meet him up on the helicopter pad because that's where they meet him. Wouldn't you just wait till he opened the door? Sure. Right. No, I completely agree with you, which is kind of where I was going, but from a different angle, which is once the bad guys tell him that, why doesn't he knock on the titanium door and be like, hey, you have a USB drive. Want to figure out a way to get out of this together alive before we all die? <laughs> Instead, he goes and rappels down the building and jumps through a turbine and then opens the door. And then as he's going up, the the he opens the titanium door and gets up there just enough time and the Chin Han is sitting there closing the door on him. Like <laughs> so you went and opened it and he could just there and close it on you. And of right. course he uses his his leg his leg to keep the door open. But then he gets inside and essentially what they do is have a conversation and be like, Oh, you're after the USB drive? Well yeah, because they you're have my too daughter. Close. So let's work on this together. You're yeah. too close. And then he disarms him. Yeah. <laughs> Just, I don't understand why. Why would an access panel be inside a turbine? My guess is, if if I was thinking about this, that you, the only way you, if you really want that to be the most secure thing possible and you felt like there really had to be, you know, some place to put this thing to get your fail safe open, you put it inside the turbines because you'd have to shut down the turbine to go over there and get it and then unlock the door. And, and could he not shut down the turbine? I don't know. The system was going haywire at that uh, point. Who knows? Of course it was. Right. The other problem I had, and this kind of goes back to similar to what you had said earlier, which is when Dwayne ends the movie and sees the uh, Chinese cop and they know each other. Why is the crowd who's watching all this unfold on live TV on big screens in the city, like Running Man, why are they cheering for Dwayne? Because the TV news report like 30 minutes before that in the movie says Dwayne is the number one suspect for this whole building burning down. And now as they're watching him scale the outside and do all this other stuff, they're all cheering for him. Like well, what made them realize that he's magically a good guy? I think because they were watching him on TV. Okay. And so they, they so saw they're him, cheering they, for this guy, even though he's well, bad. Oh, Cause they saw him jump from the super crane yeah. into the building. So they, they thought he was going to die there, but then they won him over like Rocky does. And I climbed up back in, and then they saw him climb out Rocky of the building. Rocky wasn't accused of <laughs> burning down the tallest building in the world. Well, he was American, and they were Russians, and he won them over. Right. But so, and then he, they show him scaling the outside of the wall to get to the turbines, and then back again. And so, and it was a very suspenseful scene for them to watch. And so, he, it, it he just, won them over. Okay, he won them over. Yeah, the, it's so bad. <laughs> I mean, the second half of the movie. It, it's like the things that they had Dwayne doing were not, they were so over the top, like the rappelling down the wall and jumping through the turbine, but it, it's so generic. Like there was no suspense to it. There was no real coolness to it. I, did, I, did you notice how he said at the beginning that he'll never touch a gun again? Yes. And so you see him running around with the axe, yeah. which there was a scene in the mirrored room where he swings that axe, like he's going to decapitate this guy. Yeah. I mean, the guy ducks, but yeah. it's like, had he connected with that, this movie changes completely. Right. <laughs> yeah, the the fight scenes, though, were terrible. Awful. Yeah, I mean, they're not even, I don't even want to call them fight scenes, like scuffle scenes. Yeah, more of him pushing people. Yeah, it just really, again, that that's bad choreography, but the mirror scene at the end is so bad. Like, 
who who wants to see that in this day and age? Who wants to go for the funhouse effect? Like, I don't know where you are. You don't know where I am. And and I, you know, I love John Wick, but I will even criticize John Wick too. They they went to that well of the mirror room. It's like, guys, that hasn't been cool since uh, Enter the Into Dragon. The Dragon. Yeah. yeah, like that was the last <laughs> time it was ever cool. Don't ever do this again. It's so stupid. And then, of course, when the Rock, you know, the bad guy thinks he's looking at the Rock, and the Rock is like, the only bad thing is. I'm behind you. Like, why would you ever say that? You know what I mean? <laughs> Just hit the guy. <laughs> the guy has your daughter. Yeah. <laughs> you know. you got to get that quip in. He does. He does. The, and, yeah, the Hall of Mirror stuff, out of all the things that were cliched in this movie, that might be the worst one of them all, just because... So I have, I have a question for you. Would you have liked the Hall of Mirrors better if they hadn't have showed it earlier. Like all of a sudden there was a hall of mirrors. Oh no, it'd be bad all the way. I, <laughs> you'd be like, what is happening in well, this I pearl? Mean, uh, yeah, that, that would, that would almost be worse because you'd be left thinking the whole time, like what's in the pearl, what's in the pearl. And it's like, Oh, it's a hall of mirrors. Like <laughs> at least the, the thing that's stupid, I guess is they didn't even, yeah. So they didn't use the pearl as its main attraction. It's not like they all of a sudden started fighting and it looks like they're fighting up in the sky and it's disorienting to the bad guy or whatever. They just had it be a hall of mirrors. Like they didn't even use the cool piece of the pearl. Well, see, and I think that could have been cool to where he thinks he pushes the rock over the edge. And and the practicality of that would have been really, really hard to do though. Well, you think you push him over the edge, but then he lands on the pearl or whatever. You know, yeah, but they had to be. In, you know, what I'm saying they had to be in the pearl. It'd be like me pushing you down on like a painting of clouds on the floor, right? I mean, like well, at maybe, some point you're gonna maybe leave. only part of the pearl was <laughs> was illuminated, you know, or something like that. Yeah, I just, I just thought you know they they could have used it in a different way. Sure, because they showed they showed Dwayne standing there and it looks like he's there's no floor. Yeah, you know, and so I thought that was gonna come into play later, but. They just stuck with the mirrors. Yeah. Yeah. Don't do that ever again. That's so bad. <laughs> All right. I think we're probably about done. Yeah, we were done a long time ago. With, with this one. one. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So let's run through our, our typical recap. Okay. Uh, what, what'd you give it? Ooh, me first? Yeah. I gave it a two. I gave it a two. Not funny. There's a few jokes here and there. In this kind of movie, you know that The Rock's going to save the day. So you've got to make it fun, interesting, funny action cool and when you don't do any of the above it's a real drag i will say the cgi was pretty good i never really like looked at any scene in particular and was like oh that stands out as like really really poor so that was fine it just it feels like a grind that you would take away everything that's cool about Dwayne and then slap him in a generic movie like if you're going to put him in a generic movie you need to let him be the rock you need to let him be kind of superhuman, super funny. It just, the one thing I, I found myself saying afterwards was it felt like when you play a video game and you've got to get from checkpoint to checkpoint so that the game saves so you don't go backwards. Like, okay, I've got to get to the turbine and turn this little button on. Then I'm going to have a save point. And then I'm going to get up and open this door <laughs> and save this guy. And I'm at a save point. It just, it felt like grinding is all it felt like. Just to get me through this movie. Now I'm going to stop you because I need to go back. So I know we're in the middle of your questions, but the scene where Nev is saving her son mm -hmm. and Dwayne is holding <laughs> yeah. holding the bridge? Yeah, that wasn't what? explained very well. What? It, it's, I got, he goes, why don't you go to, I got to stabilize. And then he just grabs these two, yeah. two 
rope so, cords, and then he's just yeah. straining. And it's like, what is he even so, doing? I, I, didn't, I, I get it until it, when it fell. Yes, exactly. But, but the entire time, like, I don't know what he's doing. Right. I, okay, I was going to say the same so, thing. I, I was right there with you. Had no idea what in the world he was doing. And then when he finally <laughs> lets go at the end and that section falls, you're like, oh, okay. But you didn't tell me anything. I mean, if all the foreshadowing, like, just show me what he's doing. He goes, what are you doing? I'm stabilizing the bridge. Yeah. What? How? <laughs> right. And the way he was holding it. Yeah, like, like, like you've nothing. got two cables around yeah, his arm, which is holding. And, and it, just the angles didn't match to anything. It's like, yeah. I have no idea what's happening. Yep. It's just a way to keep him from not going across and getting his son and having Nev do something. But that whole scene is like, like I was laughing yeah. because I didn't, I didn't understand what's going on. Yeah. And it, it wasn't like it was hard to show. I mean, no, no, <laughs> it, it was yeah. just filmed terribly. That, that was bad. So, sorry to, sorry to interrupt, but no. I just, just remembered that scene of, uh, dumbfoundedness. Yeah, it was a bad one for sure. <laughs> so, okay. So, speaking of your favorite moment, uh, any scene with the Asian female villain? I she thought did. that was the one character that they tried to actually give some sort of coolness to. Yeah, I, I could see that. And what would you change? Um, it's I. One thing is not saving this no, you movie. Only, you only get one. thing? Yeah, it's got to be the humor. At least give me some laughs. I mean. Yeah, give me some laughs. laughs. All right. And a theater or a couch movie? Certainly a couch movie. And would you pay for it, though? No, you got to just wait for it to come on TV. I wouldn't even TV like... 62? Yeah, I mean, like, <laughs> if you're, you know, thinking about getting Netflix and you see, oh, Skyscraper's out, I wonder if now's the time to get Netflix. No. <laughs> nope. <laughs> no. That's after you've exhausted Netflix <laughs> yeah. and it's still there? Right. Okay. Okay. Uh, popcorn movie? Yeah, popcorn you know. movie. And uh, Oscar or Razzie? Oh, we might actually get a Razzie out of this one. This one could actually get a Razzie. I completely agree yeah. with that. And if you liked Blank, then you would like this movie. San Andreas. So, I so you went Rock. W- went Dwayne. Dwayne. I guess he was still Dwayne, Dwayne in San Andreas. Dwayne in Disaster Movie that's overly generic. He's probably a little bit funnier in San Andreas. So I think San Andreas, this is the worst movie he's had since San Andreas, I think. I like Central Intelligence was better. Jumanji was better. Um, Baywatch was not very good, but at least Baywatch was humorous at times. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, this is not a good Dwayne movie at all. No. All right. What'd you rate it and why? I gave it a two and a half. It wasn't, it wasn't so bad to where I wasn't enjoying watching it. I mean, predictable, absolutely. But uh, I enjoyed it, and he gives a half-star Dwayne bump. Gotcha. Wait, Dwayne still gets a half star bump, or does the well, rock? The rock gets a full star. <laughs> okay, Dwayne gets a half star bump. All right, that's fair. <laughs> what was your favorite moment? Uh, the first fight with his buddy in the apartment. Uh, the, the fact that the guy dove straight for the leg and yanked it off. I, yeah. I just uh, the the fact that that went through his brain immediately. Like, like it wasn't a oh I see that he's got a prosthetic leg. It's like he remembered his buddy has a prosthetic <laughs> yeah. leg and he went straight for it. Yep. I, I just. I, I like that. Just smart fighting. It was. Although that guy fighting the rock, yeah. yeah, that should have been over a lot quicker. Although he although he did get uh rock bottomed. He and, did. Yes. yes. He got up from that somehow. <laughs> right, because he didn't get hit with the people's elbow afterwards. Uh, that's true. You gotta hit him back to back. Uh, that's true. Um <laughs> what's one thing you would change? I kinda mentioned this before. I would have given him I would have kept Nev involved and had them banter so basically die hard with the two of them right opposed to just yeah. she's just the him. al 
She she's the no. You could you could have kept Al being Ryu and but just have the two of them in the tower. Yeah, uh, together. And so I would have I would have appreciated that. Okay, theater or couch? Couch. Paying or wait for free? Do not spend money on this movie. <laughs> Uh, popcorn movie or art house film? Um, this is a popcorn movie. Yeah. Yeah. I guess I would venture to guess that Dwayne will never make an art house film. That, uh... His current trajectory, there's zero chance he ever makes an art house film. Not, not, not anytime soon. Right. Let's, let's put it that way. Oscar or Razzie? This very well could get another Razzie. Because he did get one for, for Baywatch. Oh, he did? Yes. Yeah. Interesting. And, uh... And I will say that this is the, I think, second worst Dwayne movie. Uh, Out of I, all of his catalog? Uh, his action movies, excuse oh, okay. me. And so, um, well, and I'll go third because I wasn't counting Journey to the Center of the Earth 2, okay. but that's, that's at the bottom. And then San Andreas, was I think, was okay. worse than this. We're not counting like... Uh... He was in the a Tooth kid. Fairy? Yep, thank you. Yeah. You knew where I was or going the Game Plan? Yeah, we're not... Uh, that's he's a football star and his daughter wants him. It's oh yeah okay. It it's an okay movie, but he's just getting his so his we're feet wet. we're way at the bottom for Dwayne. We're here. At, this is at the bottom for Dwayne. Yeah. yeah. If you liked Blank, you would like this movie. And with that in mind, I went with Collateral Damage with Arnold Schwarzenegger. It was kind of a you ran your course with good stuff and then you just kind of phoned one in. Yeah, and I think. That's where my. If you liked that with Arnold, then uh, I think you'd like this. I would venture to guess a lot of people because collateral damage was not very big. No, I think it was in theaters. It was. It was in theaters. Okay, and I don't know that many people have seen it. Right, and with good reason. <laughs> and so, but if you liked it, but what's then I think you'd enjoy skyscraper. But what's interesting about that is that that's Arnold in the early two thousands. That was pre-governorship, but post-eraser. Okay. So, yeah, I'm thinking yeah. that's about right. I mean, Arnold had run his fair share, right, in terms and, of his star power and his mm-hmm. career span. I mean, Dwayne's in peak Dwayne time to be dropping a collateral damage turd on us. Yep. yep. But in, in in his defense, I mean, San, he's done San Andreas. He's done Baywatch. We've talked about this ad nauseum with Dwayne. He just... Doesn't pick good movies. No. I I love the guy. He picks his movies. He clearly has something that he's going for and that he wants to do. It's just not what we want him to do. No. Yeah. Dwayne doesn't listen to us. He does not yet. (laughs) One of these days. Yeah. All right. Well, that wraps up our episode on Skyscraper. As usual, go to twoviewsmovies.com to check out all of our old episodes. You can email us at twoviewsmovies at gmail.com if you've got anything to say or check us out on Facebook. That's where a lot of the conversation seems to be happening. But most importantly, as always, go out to the Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts or Google Play and rate us and leave us a review and let us know what you think of the show. We'll catch you next time.